Hey guys, it's me, Casper, from Alaska, Massachusetts again. I like how I can say it so easily, and it's a tongue twister while others get caught up trying to say Alaska, Massachusetts, or even just have a hard time saying Massachusetts. I hear a couple of people pronounce it and say Massachusetts, and it's like, really? <laughs> you said, no, it's Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Now I change it to Alaska, Massachusetts again. In the summertime, it was Arizona, Massachusetts because it was hot. I sweat out my updo and my edges was not laid anymore because it was hot and yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's back to being cold. I like colder temperatures, you know, cooler temperatures are my favorite. You can wear nice layers and be extremely comfortable. Um, but summertime, it forced me to wear shorts. I'm not really into shorts. I don't like, for you know, for my own reasons, I don't like walking around with like shorts and short sleeves. I like long sleeve everything. I like to be in scarves and vests and blazers and turtlenecks, updos and downdos, all types of hairdos, and I like to be under fedora hats. I like that kind of, you know, that comfort dressing thing not for anything negative it just feels comfortable period that's all anywho so i had a discussion with a friend some time ago and also talked with a guru about racist friends or racist family members i mean who in their right mind well i won't say everybody who has a racist friend is crazy um, it's something you can tell before they've even become your friend that they're racist and you know better than to be friends with someone like that. So I will say racist friends. Mm-mm. These are people I don't even know why you would have to even tolerate them. You work with them. If you work with racist people or you're in class with racist people or you teach racist people, uh, I would, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that, but the guru was like, I wouldn't want to be a judge. Actually, I'll let her, I'll put the recording there for you to hear it yourself. I'll let you hear what she said herself, you know, uh, you know, her experience with racist people or just, wow, it is jarring. Uh, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to like put somebody on like an actual co-host talk about racist people racist friends it's just something that just kind of like it sounds like nails on a chalkboard it's not very pleasant it's very discomforting and pardon the loud laughing in the background um there are people in my surroundings um it just it's it's there all the time all the time um so racist people I've come across quite a few racist individuals. I mean, it's Massachusetts. It's not, it's in your face. The racism is blatantly in your face. And it. they have no fears of saying how they feel about you if they're a racist person. It's up to you to decide how you're gonna handle the racism and how they treat you. Um, that's the other thing. And I make it pretty clear that 
if someone is going to be racist and they're going to be open and blatant about it, just be prepared for the answer you get back. So if they're a racist person, they better, they have chance, they have time to get up and go away and don't even breathe in my direction. So I, I've had my run-ins with some racist folks. I'm going to let you hear the response from the guru. Uh, it was great chatting with her and everything. And, you know, it's always good to talk with the guru and all the other folks here on Anchor. And I wanted to say thanks to everybody who is listening to my podcast. And I hope you guys like my last episode. Um, inclusion, inclusion, inclusiveness when it comes to social media and or websites or whatnot. But like I said, the racist folks, I really fucking hate y'all. Like, y'all suck at life. I don't know who did it. I I just don't care. I just don't like y'all. Y'all ruin stuff. You ruin the fun things and you bring your racism because you get everybody all mad and everything. And for those of you who are not racist and you agree with me, racist people suck at life. That's it. Anyways, I'm going to play some of the other stuff that, you know, the other recordings from some folks regarding this subject racist friends who has racist friends and why like why are they in your life first of all if you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard Um, either recently or like um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again, casu305 at outlook.com. Up. Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining on the podcast episode. <laughs> no Casper, problem, no problem. Casper's website, well, podcast or show, I don't even know. It's just yeah. straight up Casper from Alaska, Massachusetts. Yeah. So, guys, we got the Doug Couch show on Hi. here. And we are going to be discussing the subject that people sometimes get scared to talk about. And it's, you know, talking about racist friends and family. First of all, why would you have a racist friend? And if you do, that says a lot about you. Like, what would yeah, be the circumstances for having somebody like that in your life? Exactly. Like, why? Like, what? I mean, why? why? Why do we even... Okay, here's my thing. Why do we even still have racism? Because That's what slavery was years ago... I mean, like, slave days was back in, like, the 40s and 50s. So, why are they still racist today? I don't know. But all I know is it's fucked up. 
Well, not necessarily the forties and fifties. Well, the segregation and all that. I mean, stuff. that's that's Maybe been around like, since the sixties, I think. But you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, all the, you know, craziness, you know, the racism. I live in Massachusetts and racism is blatantly there, like right in your face. Whenever you talk to somebody, you know they're racist because you can hear it in their voice and you can smell it. Racism smells like earring backs and dirty belly button holes and pure hatred. Okay. Never heard that, but okay. <laughs> it stinks. It smells bad. It smells like shit that was in the toilet that didn't get flushed for weeks. Oh, God. Don't nobody want that shit I don't, I don't think I want to smell that. I don't like, even know what that is man. like, but I know that racism smells just like that or even worse. Like, racism damn. smells like low self-esteem. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Self-loathing. No People are people. Don't got nothing to do with skin color. People are people inside and out. So before you judge somebody, get to know them. That's my thinking. Right. And the other thing is make sure you're perfect first before you judge anybody else. Exactly. And you're nobody not, you're perfect. not perfect. The only one that's yeah. perfect is God. And you know, you know that's right. God's the only one that can judge us. So people that judge they'll get theirs in the end uh oh yeah they definitely will that's the thing you know like I mean I've had plenty of run-ins with racism especially seeing where I live I live in New England and racism is right there in your face um so the main thing I usually get which is like an absolute main factor of racism is someone goes and says, well, you sound white. I didn't know you were black. Like, um, how the, like, huh? how the fuck can you sound a certain way? And that's what does white like sound me. like? I'm, I'm white, but everybody's like, oh, you sound black. I'm not black. I'm white. Just because and I talk, I'm... quote unquote, hood or ghetto, that doesn't make me black. And I'm black, and people think that I'm white because I sound. You talk proper. Because I speak, I speak you talk proper. proper yeah. it's, it's because I grew up in New England, and yeah, I'm around lots of professionals and stuff, and you know, oh, yeah. some. Yeah, it's just it is what it is, you know. I mean, you know, I I think a lot of it, you know, has to do with what you're around. And me, because I listen to a lot of rap, and I hang around a lot of black people. Like, not all black people sound ghetto, obviously, but, I mean, some of them do. And, you know, some of them come from that, where they have that, I guess you could say, hood accent. But, yeah, like, I don't really know. Like, when they, when they hear, when they see me, they expect, yeah, dog, what's up? Mm-hmm. And they expect you to be walking around singing Snoop Dogg. Yeah, smile, bitch, smile, bitch. Living my yeah. best life. Singing all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good song. I don't, I'm not going to lie. That's yeah. a good song. <laughs> but, no. Yeah. You're not going to get that with every dark-skinned person. You're not going to get the hood, exactly. the heavy voice, you know. 
and I get that a lot of the time like if they talk to me on the phone someone goes and says I'm gonna ask you a question I don't want you to feel offended but are you white or are you black and then I ask is that for you to decide how how you're gonna treat me if I tell you I'm black are you gonna decide to treat me like shit or if I said I'm white then you're gonna treat me nice yeah, I'm gonna lie to like, you and tell you how fucked up is that or or like with me on the chat line I used to get these people like these girls he'll be like oh you sound cute or whatever and they're like what do you look like I'm, I'm like oh I'm a white guy and they're like what you white yeah. and it's like <laughs> click I'm like well damn what the fuck just cause I tell you what I look like you gonna hang up on, on me like that like damn man they just close the phone me. in your ear like that like yeah wow. like you don't even know me man dang but you know I used to get that too from those uh those like audio apps. I don't want to say the name of the apps because of whatever reasons permissions. Yeah. But I think you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's a certain app. Um, I used to get people coming into my inbox. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh, are you white? Or are you black? I can't tell." Some of them would come to you and ask you to say cuss words because they said. Oh, you sound funny when you curse because you speak so proper, but when you curse, it just, it sounds funny. And I'm I, like, okay. What the fuck? What kind of shit is that? Wow. Or, you know, you get people in the professional settings that go, well, you're African American, but you sound white. Why do you talk like Why that? The Why do you is speak it that way? I talk right. the way I'm I like, talk well, because I do. I do Where my work at least. You know, like, I speak this way for various reasons. One, exactly I grew right. up in New England. <laughs> right. And, you know, I did, you know, I go to, I went to school. And, you know, you, you read and you're around certain people. You know, your environment is the reason for certain, you know, the way that you do certain things. But I get penalized for speaking proper and, you know some folks man it's awkward and then here's another thing i can't stand on the news man they just make black people out to be thugs and everything i'm like not all black people are that way that's true they're not like that and even even my even my parents like they're like you know you know um they're like oh well some of them do some of them are like that i'm like yeah some of them are but a lot of them aren't what they're doing is generalizing and that's the one thing that's a total killer yeah and generalizing and see you know back in the day i'm sure i would be quote unquote called a n-word lover because i'm a white person and i hang around a lot of black people and i think i would be murdered for speaking proper if i was back in the mm-hmm. segregated I mean, and you know, racist it's it's crazy and you know like it it annoys the hell out of me when people go are you and they're like oh I don't want to finish it because I don't want to finish what and I'm like what am I black no I'm not black and I'm like why are y'all so scared to ask me that I mean it's a question because today everybody gets blamed for something regarding race and they that's when you know what? It's a good thing they get scared because that's when you can tell that they are low-key racist and that's when it rears its little head. That's how you know. It's a good thing they got scared. 
Mm. I'm glad that it's a yeah. Think of um, it that way. Uh, well, I never thought of it like that, but okay. I just I don't know. Like it they don't they don't seem saw who they were. like they don't seem racist. Like they never said anything racist out of their mouth. No, they've been very selective about what they say around who they say it around. But if you were someone who had a quote-unquote white accent, oh, trust me, they would be thinking that you would be a comrade of theirs and they would be like, oh, yeah, those you-know-whats are blah, 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 but this whole time you weren't. Because, you were see, not like this, that. Girl, this girl that I'm talking about, she was 18, and, like, I've never heard a racist thing come out of her mouth. Like, she's never said, I don't like those type of people and someone like she even dated a black guy so I don't think she's racist at all yeah like she was just she was just curious like it's a difference in like being curious and being racist I think yeah oh man I knew I've I've run into a lot of racist people I had one teacher which I think I talked about in my last episode well two episodes ago yeah um, when I first moved to Massachusetts, I was assaulted by my teacher. Damn. She was she was this white lady, and she was a heavy set white lady, and she hated all the black kids in her class. She separated all the black kids from the white kids, and she put all the white kids on the clean part of the room. Wait, she when put was this? All the black. This was in Massachusetts, in Boston, Massachusetts. When, though? Um, this happened in the year of 1996. Oh. Damn, I was what? in kin- Yeah. Still. Did she get very fired? Very much so alive. Oh, yeah. She got fired because here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to let you hear the rest of this story. Oh, yeah. She put all of us on, you know, the black kids on the dirty part of the room. Yeah. And because the stuff went everywhere on the floor and... She tried to close some of us in the bathroom, and the bathroom was covered in shit. Um, what the fuck? Man, what the hell? And me being me, Casper being Casper, gets up and says, no, you can't separate everybody like that. I want to sit with all of my friends, and we want to all sit together with each other. Yeah. And she gets mad at me, and she slaps me across my face. Oh, hell, boy. And that would not have nah. been me. I would have been like, uh-uh, oh, bitch. Not me. Now here's what me. I slapped. I slapped her. I slapped the freaking red out of her cheeks right back. Woo! There you I go. was a little. I was a little kid, but I was very heavy-handed. I have seven other siblings, and my sisters and brothers taught me how to defend myself. Oh yeah. Golden rule Boy. that every parent says is: if a kid hits you, hit them back. If anybody else hits you, hit them back. And that's exactly what I did to this teacher. I slapped the spit out of her mouth. Then she got angry and she tipped me upside down and held me up by my legs. Upside down. And I scratched up her shins and she put me back down and I slapped her in the face again. And I I screamed bloody hell until another teacher came and like saw the teacher hit me. And I went home with bruises on my arms and legs. My mother was like, where the hell did you get that from? And she's like, oh, and I said, well, my teacher slapped me. And that was the end of it. Oh, yeah. 1990. That's that bad, bro. If that was in 1990, that's really fucked up. 1995, that happened my first year when I moved to Massachusetts. Yeah, like between 1995 and 96, that happened. 
Ooh. within the first Ooh. year of being in racist, prejudiced Massachusetts. Damn, man. Uh, she slapped me and I slapped her back. Hey, equal treatment. Slap for slap. Oh, yeah, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> if it had been me, I would have been like, all right, bitch, you want to play that shit? Catch my hand, because I'm about to <laughs> blow your face. You about to catch all these palms. <laughs> you about to catch no, my seriously. face in your nose, motherfucker. Oh yeah, she caught all five of these fingers. And that was my first real dose of racism. Bop, bop, bop. Getting slapped by a racist teacher Damn. and being called all types of names. She called me the N-word. She's like, oh, I can't stand black people. And wow. she pretty much had a breakdown. Wow. Damn, dude. And the school was on the news. They got in trouble. They got in so much trouble. I guess she got sent to a crazy home. Dude, that's disgusting. The bathroom has... Sh- oh, man. It's- it was a shitty-ass bathroom, yo. Hell yeah. And I always felt some kind of way about like teachers like that. So what did the other teacher do? Well, the teacher reported her and had to take all of the students out of there. And they had like caseworkers. I remember being put in a separate room to answer questions about the teacher. And like they gave me a doll to show where the teacher hit me. Yeah. And I pointed on the face and the legs and arms. Yeah. So did you get in trouble for slapping her back? Absolutely not. Yeah. She could have murdered us if she wanted to. She could have she could have done anything to us. She could have killed us and Yeah. That would have been the end. Mm. You know, I was only what five or six years old. Damn but boy. That's about And very little. Boy, I know that shit was scary. It was scary and I didn't want to go to school, so they changed my schools and yeah, I never felt too comfortable about teachers and that's where my absolute disgust in Massachusetts started yeah like, going on 96 like, damn that's that's hella crazy man like I never had any teachers like that all my teachers was cool no but I was very you know I was very much so capable of defending myself if someone oh, yeah. hit me I'm, if you slap me I punch you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they they would have had to send me to jail for murder because I would have punched her nose up to her brain. <laughs> so like the height of a normal five year old, that wasn't me. I was much shorter than that. Damn. So she was definitely easy, like able nah, to pick me off the floor. See, you could have you could have reached up there and popped her between the legs. So just said pop. Now I punched her. She had me up in the air, face to face with her. And that's how I was able to slap her in her face, right back. See, if she would have had me low, low enough, I would have reached up there and popped her right in her vagina. <laughs> I would have said, "Pop!" She would have went, went down then, because I guarantee you, uh, if a guy gets hit in the nuts, it hurts ten times. It hurts uh, a girl just as much to get pumped in the pussy. <laughs> Dude, you're cracking me up. I guarantee you. Damn. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I guess, you know, I wasn't that tall. Like I said, I was very, very tiny, but I had some very heavy hands, too. You know, heavy-handed. My brothers and sisters used to always practice self-defense, because that was also my first year going into a mainstream school. I was going to a school for people with special needs. Oh. And 
that was my introduction to mainstream school, getting yeah. assaulted by your teacher. Damn, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, I meant to ask you, what do you have your podcast uh, set on? You have it clean or explicit? Because I got mine explicit. Oh, man. Mine is explicit. Sometimes I get annoyed and I curse. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. Because I didn't want yours to be on clean and have me on here just saying like I normally do. And then you get in trouble for having it on clean and yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's no way. There's no way I can actually have a clean, cuss word free podcast yeah. at all. Yeah, I think most people have their set explicit because you know, you know uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I would have been like, "Hey, right, bitch, it's hand for hand. We going, we going there." I remember everything happening so quickly. The the investigators and the doll and the quiet room and like they were like, oh, we gotta make sure nothing else happened. All they saw was just bruises, arms, leg, and one on my face. Yeah. Yeah. And my mother was there, and my sister came to my class and just took me out and was like, we're we're leaving the school. Yeah. And that teacher is going away forever for a long time. Oh yeah. Um. But the teacher who rescued me, um, I am still in contact with her. Um, She was like, all I heard was screaming. It was only one person screaming at the top of their lungs. And it was me. Everybody else just kind of like freaked out and was just all scattered. And there was one kid that was in a wheelchair. She locked him in the bathroom with the shitty bathroom walls. Damn. So y'all must have had a bathroom in the classroom or something. Yeah, we did. We had a bathroom in our classroom. It was one of those classrooms that were for kids with special needs. Well, I, w- I don't want to say special needs. Well, students on. Okay, I, why didn't they know, have why didn't they have custodians cleaning that bathroom? It don't make no sense. I have no idea. It don't I don't make no know sense. Why. A city bathroom? Why the fuck is that? Why? I have but no clue. That's neither here nor there. That crazy ass bitch that assaulted you went to jail, and that's all that matters. But she traumatized the other kids. She yelled at oh, him. Yeah. She was like very, very critical. Like yeah. little girls used to have barrettes in their hair, and yeah. she'd yell at them, force them to take it off, take their stuff out of their hair. You know who she reminds me of? She kind of sounds like uh, what's that? What's that evil lady's name in that movie? Uh, Miss Matilda. Miss yeah, Miss Trunchbull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bitch reminds me of her. I would rather have a Miss Trenchpole than the teacher I had that I had to slap the dog spit out of. Yeah, bitch, you ain't put me in a chokey. You want to give me a whole German <laughs> chocolate cake and make me eat it? Okay, I'll eat it and I'll pick <laughs> your face too, motherfucker. <laughs> right? You'll have a nice puking parfait. Yeah, exactly. Eat it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember that clear as day. <laughs> Yeah. That was like, wow. Yeah, man. I bet her head was spinning quicker than ever. Like, whoa. Oh, what yeah. What the hell did I just do? She's like, damn, what kind of shit did I just get myself into? Shit. I should have just kept no, my job was... and just left my penis to myself. Or, and her hands to herself. Exactly. Crazy bitch. And even before, they actually found out that she had done that to many other students. But nobody reported it. Man. So... That's yeah. Up, bro. 
And who knows if they were still students there, parents just quietly took their kids and left. Like, no, you have to make noise about it so it stops right there. It's not like not going to do any good if you don't make no noise about it, man. It would have still kept on going on. Who knows? She would have just finished retiring from torturing kids. That's fucked up, man. She could have killed somebody. But boy, nah. Well, was she elementary? I guess she was just an elementary school teacher. Yeah, she was an elementary school teacher that taught kids on IEPs with disabilities yeah. so the whole classroom was like uh, all kids with disabilities but oh man she you. lost her license forever I guarantee you she would not have wanted to meet me Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. no 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 um, but I bet she you know I bet she regrets that now oh I think she does and I hope she does she deserves to regret it you know, all you had to do was keep your hands to yourself, and if you did not like, but but you know, teaching, you know, what'd be funny is if you met that same woman now, and she apologized to you for that. That would be, <laughs> I'd be like, um, yeah. Now she's probably ago. chilling in a Trump rally somewhere. Yeah. A Trump supporter rally. Ew. If she's even still alive. Hey, who knows? A lot of my teachers nowadays that I had are now in like in their seventies or sixties. Yeah. You know, that's still pretty. Or, or, young, or so. she's in prison. She might have became somebody's bitch. So, who knows? She's still alive. Uh... Who knows? Who knows? They, you know. And I heard just about a year ago that same school that I went to was on the news for a group of kids trying to hang a black child. What? In the playground. I'm like, oh my what? god. Yeah. What the? F- what? That happened right, man, that in Massachusetts. Got that school has racism issues. Yeah. I thought they were done with that in, in that school, but apparently not. You know, they showed the picture of the kid's neck and it had the rope marks on it. Oh. And they were trying to hang that child in the playground. Wow. I hope some kids got in trouble. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. And the parents, too, because... Um, no kid is gonna learn that by themselves. Mm-hmm. They they learn it from their parents. Exactly. So I would arrest the parents. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The parents would be the ones getting in trouble for this. Exactly. And because I, I, if I were the governor of Massachusetts, I would have zero tolerance for that. I would shut that school down. No if, ands, or buts. Hell yeah. Shut it down and wipe it off. Just yep. tear, take it down. Exactly. Tear it down. Exactly. Any place that allows that to happen, it went on for months that they were torturing that kid. Months, you hear me? Months can what? feel like eternity to someone Bruh. going through pain. That's fucked up, man. Because if, if if some little kids, man, if they go through enough shit, they don't know. They don't know how they have experienced enough life. They allow them to kill themselves. Like, seriously. Mm. Mm-mm. That place, that school, I think it's just, it shouldn't even be there. Man, just to even think about that just gives me the heebie-jeebies, man. And it's a school that predominantly, okay, so it's in like the, the urban area of, of Boston. Yeah. And it's surrounded by a bunch of cemeteries, so I, mm, yeah. Damn, that's even worse. 
even worse. You can't just walk out of school and go anywhere. Once you leave the territory of that school, you're surrounded by cemeteries. Shit. It's all acres of cemeteries. Damn, that's crazy. I remember every day. That sounds like a book I read almost. It is horrible. Every day on my way to school, when I used to go there on the bus, anytime it drove past the cemetery, I was crying all the time because it was a smell that came out of the cemetery. It smelled so bad, it made me cry. Wait, really? It stunk. It smelled like dirty-ass mop water. Why? It was horrible. Okay, I've never heard of a cemetery smelling like that. That's weird. No, like it smelled every single time. Going to school and coming from school, I would always come off the bus in tears. That is... What? Okay, and when I'm, I wonder is that just a Massachusetts thing or because I've never smelled that in a cemetery. That's weird. I I couldn't even tell you. Like once we got past the cemetery, it stopped smelling so bad. Um, it that smelled is, regular. Um, that is bizarre. It maybe, stunk. Maybe it was your mom playing tricks on you. I, I uh, mean, I don't know, but. I mean, a seven-year-old or six-year-old didn't really have that ability to think of anything so morbid like that. Yeah. It just smelled horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what you mean. I would have to probably be there, and, you know, because yeah. to me, that's strange. I've never, I've never thought of a cemetery smelling like that. That's weird. It smelled putrid, but when I was transferred to another school in the Boston area, I went to the north end of Boston, which they call it the, um, they used to call that part of Boston Little Italy because everything was Italian. Yeah. And I had a much better experience there. Uh, they taught me Italian, and I had fun learning Italian. Oh, that's cool. I had a much better experience. The bus rides did not go past any cemeteries, and it didn't stink. It was better. <laughs> so... Like now that you're now that you're you know the age that you are, this like, cause I take it that cemetery used to scare you. Uh, I'm not I'm not afraid of cemeteries anymore. I just don't feel comfortable around them. I'm not gonna like sit here and cry oh, like yeah. I used to when I was six. Oh years yeah, old. but like but, have you ever have you ever rolled past one and they still have that weird ass smell? Nope, they don't smell like that no more. Maybe when I drive a, past them. Maybe it was just the ones. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't smell. It's just, it was horrible. I would never forget that for a while, but uh, damn near 30 years. Who knows? Maybe there were zombies I, walking around and shit. I know, right? <laughs> Might have been some dead people coming by the grave. Oh, rotting man, flesh. That's and crazy. It smelled. That's probably what it's, that's probably what it was. It just stunk. Zombies, man. It was zombies walking around. Everybody else was normal, and I used to ask kids, I'm like, do you smell that? They'd be like, no. I'm like, wow. fucking weird, dude. What the fuck? The whole, the entire bus stunk. Oh my god, that is weird, bizarre. Like, there, there was no other way around it. Everywhere you drove to to get off that school campus, it smelled like what? it was all surrounded by cemeteries. That's creepy, bro. And like, why would you put a school there? Uh, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. That reminds me of a book I read. 
I mean, that alone was like, I was happy to get away from there. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever read The Dead Zone by Stephen King? I have not. I'm assuming it's the most scariest book you've ever read. No. It wasn't really scary. Like, it was scary. It had scary moments. Because, like, there was this part in this in this one scene where this guy, um, he was a, it was a predator, I guess you would say. And uh-huh. at the school that they were at, I think he was in Massachusetts, actually. Uh, but the school they were at had a cemetery around it. And, like, um, he was walking through the cemetery. And these girls would go to the library. Mm-hmm. As these girls were coming back. He attacked them. Like he, he attacked one of them and killed him. And then like, uh. so here's the thing. So the guy in the book, the main character, um, they were gonna go find the guy that they knew committed these murders. So they went into his house and his mom was there. And like, um, so they found that dude in the bathroom. He hung himself by his coat that he wore. He hung himself. Oh my gosh! Like they found him just hanging there. He was hanging like on the on a, like on the strap. I don't know what kind of strap it was, but I mean it, it was just crazy. I was like, "What the fuck?" Ew, that's like, oh, horrible. Yeah. The way the the way the woman was reading the book and reading doing his voice was so fucking. Creepy. I was like, Ew. Ew. <laughs> don't you know? read that at night, man. You gotta read it in the daytime so they can forget about it at night. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I've read scary shit at night and it usually don't bother me, but you know. I'm, I'm guessing you're not into really scary shit. I mean, why? I mean, not to, not to discredit any of your experience and stories, but why read scary books when you have natural scary experience just from being in Massachusetts alone? Oh, true that. I get you. <laughs> yeah. I would rather read a bunch of saucy romance stories. Oh, God, no. Instead of more scary stuff when all I have to do is go out somewhere in Massachusetts and experience something But see, scary. that's the thing. Stephen King's stuff is all fictional. It's not real. Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess that could happen. I mean, of course it could happen, but I mean, it's all fictional. I mean, hey, non-fictional is good. I mean, it's a good thing it's not real, because, yeah. oh gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, man. That, that book was crazy. I was like, whoa. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, it's been about like 32 minutes doing a podcast time flies and you know it's great to hear your stories and your experiences with racist friends and stuff like that and you know I'm glad you got to listen to my experience and real experience from nearly 30 years ago no not me I was like bitch it's time for you to catch my hand (laughs) fuck with me what it has not, it, well, yeah, it has not affected my life today. Oh, yeah. Um, not yeah. at all, because, yeah. you know, you grow up, you move past things. Yep. I, I got to travel, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's not like you can forget it. You can't forget why you feel the reason why you do about certain things and people. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I'll never forget it, but 
you know, it's how I feel when all of my nieces and nephews started going off to school. I'm like, please let them have a great experience. Yeah. You know, let them have the experience they deserve to have, like, you know, normal child experience in kindergarten, first grade, and second grade, all years. Yeah. Which they've all done. They actually have. Yeah. And, you know, they're practically almost adults now. Mm-hmm. My nieces and nephews, I don't have any kids, but I'm going to adopt anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, guys, if you want, you can go to, to the, uh, the Doug Couch podcast and check out his music and it's actually, his reviews. It's actually the Doug Couch show. Oh, oops. So if you want to tell everybody to check you out, go ahead. So you can follow me on Spotify um, at the Doug Couch Show. You can follow me on iTunes, the Doug Couch Show. Um, you can follow me on Overcast. Same thing, the Doug Couch Show. Pretty much everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, Breaker, Public Radio, uh, Pocket Cast, uh, there's a few others, but, you know, it's the Doug Couch Show everywhere you go, but I appreciate everybody that listens to me, and I appreciate everybody that listens to Casper, big shout out to her for having me on my show, um, you know, keep up doing what you're doing, and, you know, um, everybody, thanks for listening, and, you know, check out my show, and, you know, that's it, that's all I gotta say. Awesome, thanks guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoy checking out his show and listening to this podcast. I will, you know, produce some more great things for y'all. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Yep. All right. Bye, Doug. See ya. Hey, Guru. It's Casper. Hope all is well. Um, I haven't posted a podcast in probably 10 days, so I don't know. And something came up where I was wondering if, you know, actually, I just want to know, what would you do or how would you feel if you found out your best friend was racist? That is like a gazillion question marks floating around, like, what would you do? Or how would you feel if you found out your best friend was racist and if you ever encountered anything like that, what happened? Hey, what's up, girlfriend? It's me, your girl, the guru, Lupus Warrior. And as you know, you can call me the guru. How you doing? I see you're posting up some of my old messages. So I figured, let me give this woman a new message, a message of hope and love and inspiration and harmony and beauty and wonder. And all this great stuff that'll make you smile and make you feel all mushy inside. It's Manic Monday. (laughs) How you doing, girl? I'm glad that you're doing okay. It's been raining over here in Jersey a lot. So much. I mean, well, it's like the greater New York City area. So I'm stuck in there with New York. And basically, honey, it's been raining. Now, if it was raining, man, I'd have my umbrella upside down. You know what I'm saying? Peace. What's up, Casper? Listen, this is going to be like a four-part 
answer because it's not enough time to tell you exactly how I feel about this. First of all, I would not ever make a friend who's a racist. Racist people are very, you can see right through them. Even though they try to hide, you can still hear the bells and whistles. That even counts as being racist against your own kind, which makes it worse. Believe me, I have been there as a light-skinned woman who's multiracial and everybody thinks I'm Spanish. I am not Spanish. I am Jamaican and Trinidadian. This is only part one. It's your girl, the guru. Peace. What's up, girl? Part two. Here it goes. Being as a interracial West Indian is one of the worst kinds, especially when your family is racist against you. I love my grandmother to death, but I believe she was racist. Okay, the only reason why is because when she used to help me get washed up, she'd check my elbows and she used to make me scrub them till they bled because she said it was dirt. I said it was my skin. She always told me I was so dirty all the time. I said, no, it's my skin. She's very fair complected with gray eyes. And that woman is a racist. May she rest in peace. But still. I know about racism. It's your girl, the guru. Peace! Now, the flower child in me would say, you know what? Let's listen to the reason or the thing that kicked off its very um, existence inside of this person that I call my friend. So try to find out where it came from, and then maybe you can help to heal. You know, that's very important, healing and actually proving that, no, things are not always as they seem. You can't look at a person and tell exactly where they've been or what they've done or even how they feel. I would not like to have the job as a judge or a doctor. I am not God, I am not perfect, and I have no right to be judgmental. It's your girl, the guru. Thanks for this question. Peace! Hope all, I hope all is well with you. And these messages, you can only do, what, a minute of recording? So they will be in little chunks and pieces. I try not to send too many um but, you know, the folks that are racist and the subject matter of that may, I don't know, stir some folks up. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure everyone has had some kind of encounter with racism, you know, being young and black or whatever, how, however old you are and experiencing racism and like blatantly in your face like I'm preparing to talk about in my next episode that I'm putting together. And yes, I've been using your messages and putting them in the episodes. They're really, really cool. And I hear from other folks, they tell me that they enjoy hearing your responses to certain...